I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. A new law presents serious problems for Iran's underground church. More on that in a moment. Plus, why is cultural Christianity such a big deal? We'll stick around to find out. We'll unpack the first story. In the middle of a pandemic, many Christians have only been able to communicate via digital means. Now, a new law in Iran may prevent believers from even that contact. During a recent webinar interview, Mike Ansari of Heart for Iran explained, Iran is calling our ministries and others uh, of introducing deviant psychological manipulation or propaganda country to Islam, whether in real or virtual space. They are now labeled as sects and punished with imprisonment, flogging, fines, or even death sentence. In other words, any religion, counseling, or teaching that contradicts Islam in any way could be labeled as criminal. Unfortunately, even local Iranians don't always know these laws are being enacted, and that's why Ansari insists that Christians cannot remain silent. When we are quiet towards atrocities and brutalities that we see done in the name of law, in the name of God, many times we become, there's a danger of us becoming numb. Uh, to what is going on. Yes, there's a lot of ugliness in the world, but what can we do? You can start by praying. Pray that Iran's officials will make fewer exclusive decisions. Pray for local believers struggling under these new restrictions. And pray that the body of Christ would stay informed about the reality of persecution. Meanwhile, let me pause for just a moment and ask you this. What would make you stop partnering with persecuted Christians? Pastor Eric Foley and his Voice of the Martyrs Korea team were recently accused of financial mismanagement. Now, the allegations have no merit, says Foley, but they still sting. It's my job to continually present myself and the ministry to the Lord and just say, Lord, whatever you want, even if it's to to take us through deep suffering, whatever brings glory to your name, that's what we want. North Korea is the world's worst persecutor of Christians. Partnering with believers in North Korea carries a cost, but it's one Foley is willing to pay. Anytime you work with persecuted Christians, you're going to face a little bit of suffering. But my concern has been what would happen if we couldn't keep the promise that we made 18 years ago when my wife and I met our first underground North Korean Christians. And we said, what can we do to support your Christian activity there. And they said, well, there's two things that we need. One is Bibles and the other is radio. 15 years ago, uh, we did our first balloon launches. We did our first radio broadcast. Pray for renewed faith as the VOM Korea team faces an uncertain future. Doing these things doesn't come from um, a personal boldness or courage. It really does come from just a deep sense of being connected with brothers and sisters in Christ in North Korea. And it's hard to share the gospel when people think that they're already Christians. This is a problem Christians in partnership with Slava Gospel Association often encounter. Eric Mock says many Russians consider themselves to be part of the Russian Orthodox Church, the largest denomination in the country. They call themselves Christian because they call themselves Russian. Uh, it is it is very similar to what we see in America, where the numbers are close to 71% of America calls themselves Christian. Fewer of these people have any connection to the church or any grasp of the historic Christian faith. Instead, many see Christianity as an ethnic or nationalistic identity. There's a term that I've heard before called uh, CE Christians or uh, Christmas Easter. And it is uh, it is true as it is in American society. It is a true in Russian society that most of them consider something close to either attending church or holding to Christian traditions during Easter. And outside of that, they have absolutely nothing to do with the church, but they would still call themselves Christian. SGA encounters similar resistance in Muslim-majority countries, so pray that the church would grow in these countries and that the hope of Jesus Christ would replace religious nationalism.
Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a listener-supported service of One Way Ministries. Now, no one could have predicted how volatile 2020 has been. So your continued support of MNN enables us to keep bringing you stories of the heroes of the faith and to be the voices for the voiceless. Would you consider helping us today? Look for the Support MNN tab on our website for ways to help keep us on the air. Go to missionnews.org. That's missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.